Niamalika Henderson, who is a senior political reporter, has written, after call to ban Muslims, is the GOP ready to unite against Donald Trump? That's a question we're going to probe as the outrage continues from various groups, various politicians, and I think an area where left and right are finally agreeing on something. Donald Trump proposed banning all Muslims from entering the United States. Here's Donald J. Trump himself. Donald J. Trump is calling for a total and complete shutdown of Muslims entering the United States until our country's representatives can figure out what the hell is going on. We have no choice. We have no choice. Now, to be clear, the latest terrorist attacks, one of which of the terrorists was born in the United States, and I will say it again and again and again, terrorism has no religion. There was outrage from the right, and actually someone who normally says he doesn't get into the political conversation with regard to the candidates. And that's the new Republican House Speaker, Paul Ryan. Here's what he said about Donald Trump's anti-Muslim proposal. Normally, I do not comment on what's going on in the presidential election. I will take an exception today. This is not conservatism. What was proposed yesterday is not what this party stands for. And more importantly, it's not what this country stands for. Not only are there many Muslims serving in our armed forces, dying for this country, there are Muslims serving right here in the House, working every day to uphold and to defend the Constitution. Some of our best and biggest allies in this struggle and fight against radical Islamic terror are Muslims, the vast, 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 vast majority of whom are peaceful, who believe in pluralism, freedom, democracy individual rights. I told our members this morning to always strive to live up to our highest ideals, to uphold those principles in the Constitution on which we swear every two years that we will defend. That's why we are here, and that is why we are going to stay here to do the people's house and do the people's work. And others in the Republican Party outraged. Today I was driving down the road And when they said that this man was going to comment on Donald Trump's remarks, I didn't expect to hear what I heard. This will be the first time that you hear this man's voice on my show. And it will probably be the first, perhaps even the last time you will ever hear me say, I agree with former Republican Vice President Dick Cheney. Here's what he had to say. Well, I think uh, this whole notion that somehow... We can just say no more Muslims, just ban a whole religion. It goes against everything we stand for and believe in. I mean, religious freedom has been a very important part of our our history and where we where it came from. A lot of people here, my ancestors got here because they were Puritans. Um, there wasn't anybody here then when they came. But it's a, uh, it's a mistaken notion. And uh, GOP senator and presidential candidate um, very strongly uh, came out against Trump's proposal. Before we play his, I do want to mention that Ben Carson – I was surprised also came out against this. And I say that because I want to just point out how hypocritical 
And how contradictory that candidate is. That is a man that said a Muslim should never be president, yet dogged Donald Trump's remarks. I kind of put him in the same category with Trump. But here's GOP Senator and presidential candidate Lindsey Graham about Trump's proposal. What is your reaction to hearing what Donald Trump says? I disgusted. Well, I want to talk to the Trump supporters for a minute. I don't know who you are, and I don't know why you like this guy. I think what you like about him, he appears to be strong when the rest of us are weak. He's a very successful businessman, and he's going to make everything great. He's going to take all the problems of the world and put them in a box and make your life better. That's what he's selling. Here's what you're buying. He's a race-baiting, xenophobic, religious bigot. He doesn't represent my party. He doesn't represent the values that the men and women who wear the uniform are fighting for. I've been in the Air Force for 33 years. I retired this June. He's the ISIL man of the year, by the way. He just got back from Morocco a week ago this Monday. I know. We interviewed you live from there. You were with mm-hmm. Senator John McCain, and you were going to, into Iraq to get a status report. What, what were they saying there about all of this? The military leadership and the diplomatic corps. Now, we have young men and women in harm's way all over the world particularly in the Mideast. They were concerned about this rhetoric because the enemy will use it against us. Um, so what was a concern last week has to be DEFCON for this week. Because what Mr. Trump is doing, and I don't think he has a clue about anything, he's just trying to get his numbers up and get the biggest reaction he can. He's putting uh, our soldiers and diplomats at risk. He's empowering the enemy. And this ban, if it's actually enacted, would take people who have been interpreters who came to our side in Iraq and Afghanistan who are under siege in their own countries and basically becomes a death sentence for them. You're saying he's empowering the enemy. You draw a direct line between his rhetoric and what, recruitment for ISIS? Yeah, they use that to turn uh, the region against us. Our diplomats and military commanders were very worried when the guy was going to burn the Koran. Remember that, the guy in Florida? I've been there 36 times. I can tell you that most Muslims, most people in the faith, reject this radical ideology. The reason we'll win this war is because very few fathers and mothers want to turn their daughters over to ISIL. The way you win the war, just don't kill terrorists. You invest in the lives of others. Young people in the Mideast are less sectarian. That's where we should be investing. Giving a young woman a voice about her children in the Mideast is the ultimate uh, antidote to terrorism. Now, we're going to be coming up on a break soon. But before I ask you questions and get your take, I want to give you mine. I grew up in Massachusetts and visited Plymouth every year on a field trip. And I saw the, not actual, but the remade Mayflower. The people that came to this country didn't just come because they wanted the separation between the king and their religion and the government dictating how they worship. They wanted the freedom to worship. That is the foundation of this nation. No, we were not here first. The Native Americans were, who, by the way, were freely worshiping the way they chose to. One, two. One of the people injured in that more than 20 on Thursday was a Muslim woman who looked in the eye of Saeed Farouk, was shot four times, and a bullet is still lodged in her stomach. Three. Dr. Michael Nazik is the first doctor that was on the scene. He also has been trained in the military and by police with SWAT. He put on a bulletproof vest and was willing to walk into bullets to take care of every person. He is an he is Iranian, he is Muslim, and he was born in this country. Four. 
There are 1.6 billion Muslims in the world. It is the fastest growing religion in the world. They represent nearly a quarter of the population. And because they are populating at a faster rate than Jews, who are 0.6% of the population, and Christians, who are 37% of the population, this is not a religion or a people that we can ignore. Five, if you were asking the Muslim world to write checks to help you build bombs, to send along military, planes, fighters, taken refugees, and you're going to demonize their religion, you will get no help from them, and we will create enemies, not allies, to fight this world and fight this war on terror and fight these terrorist organizations such as ISIS, such as Al-Qaeda, such as every other organization that crops up. Another thing. Some of the best and brightest minds that we have in this country are Muslim. When you go into an emergency room, look at those name tags of those people who are saving your lives. My husband was raised in a Muslim family. His parents, who are Muslim, came here. My father-in-law was featured in Time magazine, Life magazine, excuse me. He came here and worked at the Mayo Clinic. He worked on the first heart transplant. My mother-in-law has delivered over 3,000 babies. And by the way, refuses to perform abortions, refuse to do it even in med school here and abroad. Because like Christians, Muslims are pro-life and against abortion for the most part. And my husband, who although was raised and does not practice, just the other day walked into his office. A man said, my shoulder is messed up, took off his shirt. He had a swastika and white power on his arm. And my brown husband saved his shoulder. We should not be dividing because if we do, the enemy will have a better chance to conquer. If you want to help to stop radicalization, stop alienating people. If you want us to truly be the United States of America, stop dividing based on color, based on religion, based on ethnicity and accents and how people dress or what kind of a beard they wear or the kind of food they eat or where and how they worship. We're better than that, America, and we need to be smarter than that, America. There are guys right now who are watching the response here and abroad. You don't make an enemy out of your neighbor. You get to know your neighbor. And perhaps that's the Muslim community's fault just as much as the rest of our own. One of the things France and the UK and others have over us, quite frankly, is their nationalistic pride. We need to have nationalistic pride. Yes, we're a nation of, of, of diversity and a melting pot of various states, but we are one nation. And that's one God everybody prays to in different ways, whether you like it or not. I have some questions. Is Donald Trump tarnishing the GOP brand with proposals like the one he came out with yesterday, proposing to ban all Muslims from entering the United States? 8886-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Is Donald Trump dangerous, not just to Muslims, but to America? I mean, will his proposal only further fuel radical Islamic terrorism? And not just abroad, but here. 8886 Leslie, 888 is the number. Doesn't this go against a banning of, of any religion from coming here? The foundation of this nation. 
The First Amendment guarantees freedom of religion. That amendment is something no other nation has. No other nation has that amendment the way we have it, with the freedom of religion and the press and the, and the speech. No other, no other nation in the world. 8886-LESLIE, 8886-537-543. Doesn't this go against the foundation of our nation? Now, what's more concerning? Trump's proposal to ban all Muslims from entering America or the ruckus response supporting from his followers? 8886-LESLIE, 8886-537-543. Or are these that fringe element that call themselves Republicans that are the same people who said President Obama is a Muslim, he was born in Kenya, yada yada. They seem to have no problem with Cruz being born in Canada. 8886-LESLIE, 8886-537-543 is the number. Are these people beyond saving, politically and otherwise? Are they just such a fringe element? 8886, I'm saying, I'd be more afraid of them with a gun in their hand. 8886, Leslie, 8886537543. Lucia was on our show the other day. I heard him on another show this morning. And he said he just couldn't understand how in 2015, in this country, it's not like we're hearing, oh, in this remote African nation, people are so misinformed and ignorant. In 2015, we are one of the richest. One of the most intelligent, one of the most powerful, and one of the most progressive in technology and otherwise leaders in the free world. How can we be so misinformed and ignorant in 2015, America? You tell me, 8886-LESLIE, 8886-537-543 is the number. What does this say about this faction of the GOP that supports Trump and supports his bigoted statements? And are they in the minority? I want to hear from Republicans today as well. We are a United States, and this program is open to all opinions. And you don't have to be a progressive liberal Democrat like me to listen or to call in. 888-6LESLIE, 888-537-543, 888-6LESLIE. And haven't we learned from history? We saw what happened with Hitler's demonization of the Jewish people and religion. We saw what happened in this country. Trump talks about FDR and Manzanar. It's one of the biggest sins of our nation. One of my friend's parents was there. Interning people based on their national origin, the shape of their eyes, the skin color. Absolutely racist. 8886-LESLIE, 8886-537-543. Pick up the phone and join me. Follow me on Twitter. I'll share your tweets at Leslie Marshall. Don't go away. Back to you right after this. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of truth. The Leslie Marshall Show. Give her a call now at 888-6-LESLIE. those calls this is your show after all of four and by you the people uh let's start it off in my home state originally of massachusetts on line one manny is joining us uh manny thank you uh, for listening uh, to us uh there on our affiliate in springfield mass manny good afternoon hey good afternoon um this shows how much the republican party is just in shambles i mean lizzie graham saying that i don't know who your supporters are it's your base your base the people you're trying to get votes from aren't you running for president 
I mean, come on. And I'm getting sick and tired of listening to uh, Donald Trump supporters saying, oh, we did it during World War II. Do they not understand that that was a different time? Do they not understand that we only had 100,000 soldiers back then? We only had one uh, battle-ready battalion ready to go. We only had three or four aircraft carriers. I mean, it was a different time. Our army was as big as Swedish or the Swedish army. It was a different time. It's not the same thing as now. And, and, and the reason that the, the people are so, are so scared is because these Republican politicians keep fitting them fear. That's all they do is just feed fear. And I'm sick and tired of the stupid fear. I feel safe because of what happened in California. Because I looked at it and I'm like, wow, California really has to down pack. They do all these drills, you know, and now look at them. Everybody's communicating with each other. It's not like 9-11 where everybody's like, oh, my God, what's going on? And nobody's talking to each other. FBI wasn't talking to CIA or nobody. I mean, it's, it's to me, thanks to your state, it proves that we could handle this and we're going to be just fine. All right. Thank you, Manny. Appreciate it. We'll take a break. We'll be back. More calls. Manny's leaving us as he just finished his remark that opens up a line for you at 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Pick up the phone and join us regarding Donald Trump's call to ban all Muslims from entering the United States of America. Getting your take and uh, response to Donald Trump's remarks that all Muslims should be banned from entering the United States. Let's go to New Mexico with Wayne. Wayne, thank you for joining us. Hi, Leslie. Uh, hi, thanks for taking my call. I just wanted to, I guess, start by saying that, like a lot of people, I don't really like the idea of porous borders or letting just anybody in. I do think that certain requirements for people coming in is uh, more good than bad. And uh, I do know that Donald Trump, like always, when he speaks, there's certain things that I agree about with what he says. I don't instantly disagree with everything or instantly agree with everything. But I guess I just thought I'd close by saying that, you know, we if we, uh, you know, as far as letting Muslims specifically in, you know, I think that. What he's saying is not necessarily racist, but certainly is racial. And when he says that we're going to not let any more Muslims in until the government and the United States figures out what's going on, you know, to a degree, it makes sense to me, and I can see why it makes sense to a, you know, a large number of Americans. So I appreciate you letting me share my opinion about that. Well, here's here's the uh, you share your opinion, but I'm not going to let you go uh, that easy if you don't mind. Um, Yeah, go ahead and test me. Wayne. If we don't let people in. Based on one religion. Then it becomes Jews or Christians. I mean, Muslims are not committing these acts. Murderers are. Nobody can be of a religion and kill people. No religion condones killing people, including Islam. 
I know people like to take things out of the Quran, out of context, which most people have never bloody read and get from a blog. But if you read the Old Testament, there's stuff about raping and go out into the land and rape and pillage, you know, you know, blah, 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 so saith the Lord. Um, you, can't, you can't do that in a nation that was built on religious freedom. That is Hitler-esque. And Donald Trump may not be uncomfortable, as he said. He said he's not uncomfortable being compared to Hitler, which I find, which I find terrifying as a statement in itself. I, would you want to be compared to a man who, with, remember, without Hitler being elected chancellor, over 11 million people might be alive and all their descendants today? Well, let me just say, to directly answer your question, if there were no such thing as the radicalized, uh, Muslims or Islamists, then I would certainly share your opinion, but because of the radicalized... But the radicalization is not about religion. And if you if you know anything about that, and we've had guests on this, and you can Google it, there's plenty of information out there. There are okay. over 250 people from this country that weren't necessarily Muslim that have joined ISIS. ISIS is not about religion. ISIS is about power, about domination, and about money. They're not about religion. And, I, you know, I, I have to say that I agree with what you've said and your opinion just as much as I agree with his. It's just a tough issue. I just can't draw a line and say that he's completely wrong or you're completely right. But I do have to say that if I had to throw, if I had to vote between your position and his, I would lean yours. But I can see how what he's saying appeals to a substrata of american people well at least you're admitting that's a substrata of american people um I, I, maybe maybe point. maybe a subhuman element of american people all right thank you for your call um uh wayne and i hope you keep listening to us so you can you know come into the light so to speak uh, let's go to jeff in arizona line four jeff thank you for calling us good afternoon actually i'm in new mexico as well and uh i might agree with wayne on one point and that's it uh donald trump's points are not racist, but they're discriminatory nonetheless. I think a lot of people don't realize you can actually discriminate against someone on the basis of a lot of things besides race. And as Muslim people actually span virtually every conceivable race on the planet, it would be too simplistic to say that's that. A very, that's a very good point. Um, I was in uh, near Stanford University. My in-laws used to have friends who were professors there. Uh, one of them is deceased now. And they, after, remember when there was the genocide in Bosnia? And yes. um, they had taken in some Bosnian families. And these two extremely hot blondes with Daisy Dukes and their butt cheeks hanging out, I kid you not, walked down the stairs. My husband tried not to look, but his brother's head spun around. And they're like, who's that? This isn't a family where the woman wears a hijab, you know, a headscarf. So they're like, what's, and they're like, oh, those are some of like, you know, the Bosnian refugees. And my brother-in-law's like, they're Muslim? And then, and he's an atheist. And then they said, yeah. And he goes, I might come back to the religion for that. You know, and I say that because, you know, people think that everybody who's, you know, a a Muslim, I mean, a lot of these Miss World and things like that and bikinis and, you know, I'm just I'm just saying a very good point, because these women were very Aryan looking. Well, I think um, I think to speak to the greater issue there on, you know, the whole issue of support for candidates like Trump and uh, Ted Cruz in particular, in my younger days, I might have been inclined to dismiss it as just simple ignorance. But as I, you know, move around this country and visit more parts of it, I think there's a much greater problem at work here, and that's it. You travel to these rural areas where these voters are located, 
they're essentially like traveling to a scene from The Walking Dead. It's rather depressing. And I think what you find is that a lot of these people grow up in very insular communities where they don't have access to alternative points of view or diverse people or diverse backgrounds. They're taught a very simplistic viewpoint of the world and how it works. And frankly, they recognize that that world is dissolving. But I don't think it really behooves us as citizens in democracy to attack them for their lack of understanding and tolerance. Rather, it's better that we understand that and try to address it in some more positive way rather than just simply, I don't know, castigating them. Okay. Thank you. Anything else? No, I think that's pretty much the point. You have a great day, and thank you for your show. All right, thank you, Jeff. Sorry to relocate you to Arizona from New Mexico. That's okay, but we have I another. Move there for the record. <laughs> we have another Jeff uh, joining us in just a moment. Uh, let's go to uh, Bill next um, on line four. Bill, good afternoon. Hey, Leslie, it's great. Well, I started thinking about what to say. I listened, and and people were saying similar things in ways that I really felt good about. So I really appreciate the way you're inviting this conversation. And I just want to add to it, maybe a little repetitive, but. Ignorance, ignorant people don't know they're ignorant, right? And when you got the situation where someone is using fear to frighten people, their ignorance gets hardened. And I just feel like being patient is right. Shaming and blaming ignorant people invites them to be more reactive. And like just yesterday, the first question that comes up is, okay, so you're going to get rid of all the Muslims in America? Suppose someone is really Muslim and doesn't say he's Muslim. Suppose someone isn't Muslim and says he is. Where's the test? How do you know what a Muslim is? I mean, and that's not the only question, but it's a little bit like when you start getting into the details of it, and and, and the question like you're gonna you're gonna um, gonna deport uh, the congressman who's, who's Muslim. There's two now. Right. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, it's like the. But instead of just shaming people with it, if you can find some way to invite them to get out of their narrow little, they don't know anything and don't know they don't know anything, it's a challenge. And I just appreciate the way you're doing it. Thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate the compliment. Very nice and nicely said. Uh, let's continue with the calls. We go to Dino in Ithaca, New York, on line one. Dino, go to – oh, Dino. Dino left us. Give us a buzz back, Dino. Thank you uh, uh, for the call. We have another Jeff. He is in Arizona, and he's on line one. Thank you for joining us, Jeff. Good afternoon. How are you doing? Good. All right. Uh, so I, I guess for me, I, when you were making your commentary thing out there, Look, uh, I guess I'm the lunatic fringe. I'm on the lunatic fringe side of uh, with Trump. Um, I don't agree with every single thing he says. I don't think um, those of us that support Trump agree with him on, on every detail. We just like him for his overall, what he's doing the past seven months. He's at the top of the polls. I'm not a I'm not a, a Republican, and I'm not a typical conservative, as as you would put it, like in a Sean Hannity type of conservative. I'm just not like that. Um, I got my ideas are much different. Like I don't like uh, you would agree with this too. I I, I think the the Patriot Act is is horrible. Wait wait wait, 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 wait. Why do you think the Patriot? You understand the reason I'm jumping in here is on the one hand you're saying I want to um, I, I I want to prohibit people coming here based on their religion, but I want to defend the rights of people from racial profiling based on their religion, etc. Um, uh, I didn't you know, say that. Well, what, what don't you like about the Patriot Act? 
No, I didn't say that. I said uh, uh, what what I understand Trump saying about that is that he, he would like them, uh, the people that are coming into the country, not people, not Muslims that are here. He's saying I know what he I know what he's saying, but, and and that's what that's what makes it so asinine. Because Saeed Farouk was born outside of Chicago, Illinois, almost 30 years ago in this country. So, I mean, quite frankly, if you, and, and I'm not trying to offend or insult you because I appreciate you being honest and calling because I invited that. But you do understand that I understand that you're afraid. I have a seven and eight year old. I'm afraid. My husband was on lockdown. My husband has treated some of those victims. He's a surgeon. And I live closer than you and most people listening, unless they're in San Bernardino County, okay, here in Southern California, to that latest attack. It really hit home. Like you, I'm definitely afraid. I know the boogeyman is out there, and he's not in my closet or under my bed. And I know a lot of people fear that will be the case, which is why they run en masse to gun stores. However, the reality is, if you add up every single person who was killed this year with a gun, there were only two people that were Muslim last week and one prior that had mental illness. And only... And, 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 and in mass shootings. Now, if you want right. to add up all of the murders by guns, I don't think you can find a Muslim among them. And if we were, let's just say, to stop every Muslim from coming into this country, that doesn't keep us safe because the majority of mass massive gun attacks in this country have not been terrorism. So why are we more – why why does San Bernardino – scare you and make you say something about Muslims, do you, do you want, I mean, when Timothy McVeigh killed many more, 100, 168 in Oklahoma City, did you want all white men locked up? How about mentally ill people? Uh, did you want them locked up? How about stricter gun laws? Did you want that after Sandy Hook when you had two dozen children that were murdered? I mean, do you, do you know what I'm saying? We we are living within borders of people, whether it's mental illness, access to guns, hatred. You, you have to have a common element. And the common element here is hatred, anger, rage, no respect for human life, and a weapon that is very powerful, that can kill a lot of people pretty, pretty quickly. Uh, you know, well, to those, me, that, to me that is all terrorism. To me, that is all terrorism. Do we, okay, do, well, we, do, we ask, do we ask the religion of the man who killed the police officer and others at Planned Parenthood? I, I just don't understand why their religion is significant, why in the media we say Muslim couple, we don't say Christian, we don't say Christian, uh, no, again, Christian pro-lifer, do we? No, we do. We, I've, no, I've we do got, not. Yeah, no, we do not. Well, I, well, excuse me. I have been in front of abortion clinics for 30 years. I've gotten the barrage of liberals telling me to my face how awful I am because I'm I'm a believer. So so Christians in this country wait, 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 no 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 oh boy I want I wanted you to call me more than anybody. Can I tell you something? Hang on, I'm not gonna let you finish. Listen to me. You listen to me, okay? I was a born again Christian. In my okay. early twenties I accepted Christ as my personal savior and I walked away from Christianity because I don't feel you and the majority of Christians in this country represent Christ and let me tell you why. The Bible and Jesus himself command you. Don't request, don't say, Oh, if you feel like it, command you to love your enemy, to pray for your enemy, 
to forgive 70 times 7 a day your enemy, to love your neighbor, Muslim or otherwise, as yourself. And let me tell you something. People may not like what I'm about to say, but I'm going to say it. And my crew knows I've said this. If Jesus were in San Bernardino Wednesday, after he held the victims in his arms, he would have held the murderers. And that is what Christ is and what Christ commands us to be and to be Christ-like. And you are supposed to you are supposed to teach Muslims about Christ because it is your responsibility as a Christian to lead as many people to the Lord and to salvation and to heaven and not let them perish and go to hell. So I'm going to ask you, how many Muslims have you have you preached the good word of salvation and of, of Jesus and being born again to this week? The ones I've met uh, personally, I, I've shared with them uh, like they've shared with me. Okay, so you and you I believe no you believe as a Christian, you believe as a Christian that you must be born again, otherwise you will not inherit the kingdom of God. That you must accept Christ as your personal well, you don't savior. Correct. That, so no, 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 no. I'm asking you. You believe that, correct? Do well, you? yeah, pretty, pretty much. Okay. Would you also say that it's much more likely that? A Muslim coming to the United States and meeting somebody like you who could witness to them in a country that is freedom of religion is more apt to be saved than living in an oppressive country like Iran, for example, where proselytizing is, is against the law so you don't have a Christian missionaries going to those countries. There are not many of them. They're very much on the down low and, and very fearful. And it's very difficult to preach the word of God to those people there. So they're, they're, they have more of a right. sense of salvation just salvation. I understand. I understand what you're saying, and yeah. you're you're you are on one side talking about because we're talking about a political. No, uh, this is not political, sir. This is not. Well, poli- it is not political. Land? It is not political to be. It is not political uh, to demonize a religion. And by the way, the Bible is very clear that we are not to. I I understand what you're saying, and I and I agree with you. But I'm not, that's not what I'm, uh, we were specifically talking about something else. I agree with you. No, but you said you agree with Donald, you agree with Donald, you agree with Donald Trump. And my problem is that I was taught when I was a Christian that Jesus died on that cross for everybody, including Saeed Farouk, including you, including me, and including all those Syrian refugees, and including everybody in another country who is Muslim. I thank you for your call. I want you to call me again. I appreciate you calling. It's not easy to call a show where the host has a different opinion of your own. So I do commend you for that. And, you know, see, here's here's the great thing about this country. We have the freedom to speak about this. We have the freedom to disagree. We don't need to hate each other over it. And that's why freedom of religion and diversity whether you're Muslim, Christian, Jew, Hindu, Baha'i, Parsi, whatever, the list, the list goes on, is, is so essential and so important and a model for how the world has to be. We have to be able to coexist. I'm Leslie Marshall, back after this.
And we are back here on the only true democracy in talk radio. Let's go to line three with Oscar in Washington. Oscar, good afternoon. Listening on Progressive Voices, how are you? Uh, yeah, you just faded out. Are you? Can you hear me? Uh huh. Hello? Hello. Yes, I can hear you. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was listening to um, John Carlson on the way to uh, work this morning. I volunteer at a local school, and he um, uh, he was he's a local right wing radio guy here and up here in this area. Uh, here, his he was spinning what uh, Trump said to try to soften it a little bit. So what he really meant was, and then he got these callers in coming in who were totally in agreement with, and they were kind of like what your first couple of callers were, who wanted to uh, spin it a little bit and said, well, yeah, it sounds harsher than it really is or whatever. And that's, I think, is the real danger is they're finding ways to line up behind Trump anyway. It's just insane. Um, He went on to say that he thought that Trump would have been able to uh, stop the – San Bernardino killings. Well, they're just bizarre. <laughs> you know what? It, it, when people are saying um, report suspicious activity, and then people are getting on the neighbor, one, we don't really know what the neighbor considered suspicious, and two, we don't know that that would have stopped what you know happened there as uh, well. And I think you raise a very good point about his listeners. That, I mean, as uh, supporters, that they're going to support him no matter what. Last but not least, listening, but with uh, back with us on KPHX. Saw a lot of people tweeting happy about me and Tom Hartman being back. Uh, J- Jeff in Phoenix, you got to give me a sentence, buddy. I got less than a minute. One sentence, my friend. Oh boy, I was calling about whether Trump represents a Republican brand, but then I was had a response to the call before he went to the break. But I'll just go right to the Republican brand. Of course, he represents a Republican brand. Don't you have Republicans trying to change the laws in parts of the nation in the South, where uh, more we have to get this new license and they close down the motor vehicles in these black communities so that these people won't be able to get the licenses? Aren't they the same ones who are the Republican governors in some states and that they don't want they refuse to get more people from Syria? Of course, he represents a Republican brand. Republican all right. Okay, it's a uh, it's racist. Uh, Jeff said it does, he does respe- uh, represent the GOP. We'll be back tomorrow. I-